So I got up early last weekend to row the Newport Back Bay. It was still pretty dark when I started up the coast and was to remain so after I hit the water. On my way to the boathouse, as I looked out across the water to Catalina Island, I saw a rugged profile interrupted by strings of bright lights. More easily seen in the dark than during the day, their low profiles otherwise obscured by the low-lying haze of fog and spray. There are 70-some-ish container ships transiting the channel off the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach. Those boats hold the goods we desire, and some may yet sit there for days and weeks more. Speaking of the word transit, as I was working on this month's commentary, I several times used the word transitory in reference to the current state of inflation trends. To give a better sense of what I thought the Fed folks intended by the shift in their transitory language, I wanted to highlight that the word transitory doesn't necessarily carry a short-term connotation, and I thought the best way to exemplify that was through astronomy. See, the planets Mercury and Venus can be seen as transiting the Sun from the perspective of Earth, since the orbital planes of the planets aren't exactly parallel, and since their orbits are neither exactly circular, these transits take varying amounts of time, depending on which part of the Sun they cross, courtesy of a quick internet search, followed by a short study of some extracurricular work by John Walker, founder of Autodesk Inc. and the co-author of AutoCAD, I have estimates for how widely these times can vary. Several hours of work across a few days later, I came to the conclusion that this metaphor just wasn't going to work. Leaving aside that I wasn't quite getting the date math correct, it would seem that while there are differences in the transit times, they do not seem to be that large, measured mostly in hours, and such short differences don't really frame the idea that the period of higher inflation might last another month, or two, or ten longer. You're likely wondering why I spend all that time talking about transits. Well, first it's because transitory with regard to the present state of inflation could actually mean a month or two, several months, a year, perhaps more. So long as it eventually subsides, inflation will have proved transitory. So the word itself is meaningless without the context of the amount of time the transit is meant to last. Of course, that word may have been chosen expressly because it lacks specificity with regard to time, even as its usage commonly refers to a period of some manner of relatively short duration. So I put the work aside and sat back down to finish this podcast. So what's the point of even mentioning my interplanetary exploration? Despite coming to a different conclusion than I had hoped, I found the effort informative nonetheless. First, it corrected my thinking that planetary transits of the Sun, as seen from any of the other planets, might take a long time. That just isn't the case. And on that note, we more often than not come to the conclusion that, after whatever amount of work has been complete, no changes are required. Meaning, even as we regularly investigate new exposures for our portfolios, our modeling more often than not leads us to the conclusion that the potential additional bit would fail the intended purpose. And that could be because it's too similar to something already in the portfolio. The incremental expected return doesn't exceed the incremental cost or risk, that it just doesn't add any additional return at all, or a number of other reasons. Taking a step back to another reason I sought to discuss planetary transits as seen from a planet other than Earth is to revisit the idea that perspective matters. We did that a bit in this month's commentary. Jack Dorsey's perspective on inflation surely is influenced by his desire to have cryptocurrencies be an answer to the problem that hyperinflation might present. In industry parlance, it's called talking your book, and the idea is to pitch to others the benefits of owning something that you already own in hopes of driving interest in and the price of that thing you own higher. Now, one of course could accuse us of the very same thing. We regularly pitch what we see as the benefits of a diversified multi-factor approach to equity investing. But let's be honest, 
I'm no Jack Dorsey in terms of a following. And far more importantly, the scale of authority that would be required for one to impact the prices of mutual funds holding hundreds or thousands of individual securities we think is well beyond even the most prevalent and ardent of influencers. For individual stocks, that's certainly possible, and it happens often. Similarly, but perhaps far less so for very narrow segments of the equity market, but not for the highly diversified market-breadth funds into which we normally invest client monies. And perspective matters in other meaningful ways, too. Inflation is relatively high in the U.S., but mostly in the context of the past quarter century. We certainly saw much higher levels of inflation in the 1970s and early 80s. And the measure is high in the U.S. relative to most developed economies, but not all. And there are places in the world, again, where inflation is unfortunately much higher. It might be heading higher here, too, but not at the same pace as it has been over the few months prior. And market participants, at least at this juncture, don't see inflation remaining this elevated over the medium term. Ultimately, the goal of the commentary was to provide that additional perspective for readers who might have been alarmed by headlines regarding inflation, or even their own experiences in the grocery store or on the used car lot. And that's generally the goal of our commentaries in this podcast in general, to provide readers and listeners a broader, more complete backdrop to incorporate into financial plans such that they might ultimately realize better investment outcomes. performance is not indicative of future results. The foregoing commentary is not presented as an investment recommendation. The approach described may not be right for everyone. No one listening to this commentary should take our comments as advice specific to or appropriate for their individual situations. Individual circumstances should be taken into consideration when determining a suitable investment approach. All investing carries risk.